They're coming to get you, Barbara. I'm Matt. And I'm Desiree. We're welcoming you back to another episode of The Garage of Horror. And never has our intro music been so apt. Because <laughs> tonight we are talking about Night of the Living Dead. The original black and white. 1968, son. <laughs> it's like I was so excited to have my wife watch this movie again. Because I know she hates black and white movies oh so much. <laughs> it actually isn't too bad. It's just there's no detail. And old movies oh so much. Yeah, that too. <laughs> She's looking at me like, we don't have to watch this again. I've seen it. I'm like, and I'm like okay, so tell me what goes down. <laughs> I knew the highlights. Yes. Very sketchy outline of the plot is what she knew. Although I will admit there were a few things I confused with the remake. So guess it's a good thing we checked it out again. <laughs> So, I know I'm going to regret asking this question, but I'm assuming you like the remake more. Yeah. <laughs> For the simple fact of Barbara. Yeah, the, the remake is one... Barbara is one of the few things that the remake like does better. Yeah. Because in this version, Barbara is useless. She is a dumb hoe. <laughs> so nice. Johnny! Stop it, Johnny. <laughs> she spends the first five minutes of the movie complaining. <laughs> then she goes into like a catatonic state. <laughs> and then she like comes back to life basically like in the last ten minutes. Only to get snatched up in eight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not a good character arc. <laughs> Seriously. No progression whatsoever. <laughs> and just a little fun fact. We actually live... Or I should say have lived next, pretty much next to both Night of the Living Dead locations here in Pennsylvania. Yeah. We used to live up north, like near Zelianople, where like they- 20 minutes away. Yeah, where they filmed the original. We've actually been to the Night of the Living Dead Museum up there. Yeah, it's actually not bad. It's where if I got my- area, check it out. Yeah, that's where I got my nice Night of the Living Dead shirt that I'm on right- that I got on right now. And he's waving it like you can see it. <laughs> And that sweet Night of the Living Dead onesie that has now seen its way through two kids. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna be three, I guess. <laughs> and now we're down in, in Washington area. And I literally passed the farmhouse and the cemetery used in the remake on my way to work. Every day. Every day. <laughs> he actually took a special trip. He had to take me down to drive through the cemetery. And to pass the house that, you know, the new owners have, like, banned anybody from coming by. So, you can drive on the road and look at it from afar. Yeah, they're not fans of the movie, apparently. And they're just like, don't even come on the property, don't ask. <laughs> I mean, that would get annoying, though. If you, like, could you imagine just having strangers roll up to your house all the time? 
Like, yeah. oh, because this was in a movie, it's like public domain. And it's like, no, this is my house, it's my property, go away. No, I get that. But I think like on the weekends or like one weekend a month, I'd be like, come get your tickets. <laughs> True. <laughs> Let's make some money off this bitch. <laughs> yeah. But they just have to clean every week. Oh, yeah, we can't have that. The The humanity, it would be horrible. <laughs> Apparently, for anybody but me. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. All right, so anyway, now that our night of living dad credentials have been established. <laughs> we are experts, okay? <laughs> We've lived it, sort of. Yeah, well, I, I took him to see it, and my 11-year-old was like, oh, my God. He's like, isn't this terrifying? I'm like, no. <laughs> they have a couple little wax, well, not little, like life-size wax dummies in there. Well, no, I'm not even talking about the museum. I'm talking about when I took you guys down oh, yeah, to where the new one was done. Yeah. He was like, this was like, he was like, this is like terrifying. And I'm like, why? <laughs> <laughs> it's just a cemetery, honey. <laughs> it's not real. It's just a movie. And zombies are like slow as shit. <laughs> In most movies. Real zombies are slow as shit. Okay. Don't get me started on that. 28 days later, Dawn of the Dead remake. Zombie running bullshit. <laughs> Just saying. Not to mention Resident Evil, but okay. See, though, but Resident Evil, I kind of like, I give it a pass because it's like a, a genetic thing based on, you know, like the T-virus. So I don't really look at them as regular zombies. I guess. They're like lab made. Fair enough. But I digress. We're not here to talk about Resident Evil. No. We're here to talk about Night of the Living Dead. And this is off to a stellar start already. <laughs> So, let's get into the movie. <laughs> so, you know, we start, and they're going Johnny and her, Johnny and Johnny and her, ha, huh? <laughs> Johnny and his sister Barbara are going out to the cemetery to put a cross and flowers on Barbara's father's grave. Who apparently they have moved two hours away from, or three hours away from, and they have to go do this every year because. Their mother wants to remember, but as Johnny points out, she doesn't even make the trip. Yeah, like what she kind of sh- stays home? Yeah, like what kind of shit is that? Yeah, that's gonna mess. <laughs> I'd be up. like, Mom, you better get your old ass in the car, <laughs> <laughs> or else this ain't happening. Right, and like you can tell, they're not even that old, so it's not like their mom should be that old. Maybe like forties, fifties, or so. They're definitely not older than us. No. Like, look at fucking Barbara. She's like. Probably 12. <laughs> I don't think she's 12. <laughs> With the way she acted, she may as well have been. So they were all to the cemetery. Johnny is just complaining all the time because he had to get up early, even though he slept late. He missed it. He already lost an hour due to the time change. He ain't got time for this bullshit. Which that part, I don't quite understand. So they drove for three hours. Right. If there's an hour difference, they left at 4 o'clock in the afternoon because they made a comment about it being 8 o'clock and still daylight. Right. What the fuck? You're going to sleep till 4 p.m.? Like, come on. I don't think he slept till 4. I don't think that's what they were saying at all. But it's just like you have certain things to do to get ready before you make a three-hour trip. And maybe okay, if you got up an so hour he got up earlier, at <laughs> I don't think so. Maybe if he'd gotten up at eight in the fucking morning, like a normal person, if he knew he had to make this six-hour trip. Six-hour round trip. 
still six hour trip. Which again is fucking ridiculous. Like I, th- yeah. that's like drive. Like, basically for us, that's like driving to Hershey Park. Okay, chilling there for like 10, 15 minutes. And then, and then driving back home. Yeah. Like, that's half the state. Yeah. Like, like that shit's over by Harrisburg. <laughs> ain't, ain't nobody got time for that. Yeah. So At least it, they did point out they only do it once a year. So. But it's like Johnny said. It's like, mom needs to either move out there <laughs> or they need to move the body to wherever they're from. Because see, now, because now, yeah, you can, you can move a body around. Like, I can switch it. You exhume it, exhumation. No, I just kind of assumed once it was buried, that was it, especially with how much like cemetery plots cost. Which now I'm curious because, as they said, three hour trip there, right? Three hour trip back. Yeah. So we lived, like like you said, we lived 20 minutes from Zelia Noble. Uh-huh. So if you think, where are they from? Three hours north, three hours south, three, three hours east, three hours if they west. Lost the hour has to be west. But I don't think you can get another hit another time zone in three hours. I took it to me and he lost. He said he said they lost an hour hour because of the time change, as in like daylight savings, not as oh. in time zone. Oh, I guess that makes more sense because I'm like trying to do the math. Like you don't freaking hit another hour. Like it's like an eight hour trip from Pennsylvania to hit a time change. Oh. Somewhere around there, it's a good ways. I did it. Yeah, you gotta get central. Yeah, but and still, but doesn't start until like Illinois or something. yeah. But still, my main point is okay, like three hours. Yeah. So like, if they're from three hours north, like that's actually that's past Erie because like Erie's about like what? Yeah, they'd have to be in Canada because Erie's like two and a half hours. Right. Actually, it's closer to two hours from Zealandopol. Right. And if they're coming from west, they would have to be. So, yeah, like you were saying, so three hours, if they're coming from west, they've got to be in Ohio. Yeah. If they're coming from the east, it's got to be, like, probably around Hershey, Harrisburg, somewhere like that. And if they're coming from south, West Virginia. West Virginia, maybe Virginia, depending. They're they're coming. That's going to be, like, my new mission. Like, I was actually (laughs) just trying to Google it, but... I don't want to waste time looking to like try and find a site, but I'm going to nail it down. I'm going to be like, <laughs> in a future date, I'm going to be like, okay, <laughs> they were coming three hours. This is where they were coming from in each direction. Well, if you think about what, well, the speed limit really hasn't changed. So if you figure like 55 miles an hour, so they're probably coming from like 165 miles away. So just do a radius of 165 miles. <laughs> well, you're the math lady. That's, that's all you. Wonder. Give or take. I wonder if anybody else has sat down and talked about this movie and was like, hmm, three hours. They had to be coming from. Let's boil this down. Let's figure this out. <laughs> science. Or geography. Whatever. Yes. Geography is a science. <laughs> yes. Okay, but anyway, so they get there. Johnny wants some candy. They ain't got none. So, like, Johnny's just having a bad day. Like, Yeah, Johnny's just kind of being He doesn't want to be there. He ain't got no candy. He obviously got enough sleep, though, so... <laughs> no, he lost an hour because of the time change. <laughs> so then they go to the grave, and he starts being all like, this is probably the same cross, because they clean it at the end of the season, so I wonder how many times that we bought the same cross every year. <laughs> blah, 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 bitch, bitch, bitch. Yeah, so, you know, he puts the cross in, and then, you know, Barbara gets down, starts saying, like, a little prayer. 
And, oh my god. And then that's a problem too. Yeah. Because, you know, you just drove for three hours. You definitely want to hop right back in the car and drive some more. He does. You don't want to take, like, 15 minutes to, you know, stretch your legs, maybe piss on a tree. (laughs) He's like, church was this morning, yo. Meanwhile, he didn't even go to church. Because he was sleeping. (laughs) Obviously. (laughs) And then she keeps going and he's like, I mean, praying's for church is all. Like he he wants to go. Yeah. <laughs> like he wants to get out of there. Like quick, fast, and in a hurry. He's just not. He's not about it. Guess he had the right idea, though, huh? I know, right? See, if she would have listened and they had gotten the car, like even ten, fifteen seconds sooner, then whole yeah. thing well, for them would have been averted. Yeah, but to be fair, he uh, he did do the whole fucking around with her. Oh, uh, that is true. That is true. Because he finally, he gets her up. He's like, you used to be so scared here. Yeah. And she's just like, and he's like, oh my God, you are still scared, y'all. Yeah. And instead of, you know, getting back to the car. Being a nice brother. Desperate. Yeah. He could have harassed her on the way. Yeah. But still he'd be like, you know what? You're scared here and I don't really want to be here. So yeah, let's just get in the car and go. But no. And then I'll harass you the whole way home. No. They're coming to get you, Barbara. <laughs> Look, here's one now. <laughs> yep, and guess what? Now you did, motherfucker. Although I do enjoy in the in the remake when he when he says that and he goes, "They're so horny, Barbara. <laughs> They've been dead a long time." <laughs> I but, forgot about that. <laughs> whatever. That wasn't okay in the sixties, I guess. So. Necrophilia jokes. Sex jokes. But yeah, he starts messing with her, you know, and because they see somebody walking through the cemetery, you know, and he's like, oh, look, here comes one of them now. And runs off and, you know, she's just walking and decides, oh, I'm going to apologize for my brother's douchebaggery. And what happens? (laughs) But, like, it didn't even look like she was going to address him. Her head was down. I know, yeah, she was walking, head down. Yeah, like, she was just going to keep on walking by. But then, later on, when she recounts the story, she's like, why did you apologize? (laughs) And he grabbed me. He started tearing at my clothes. Because he was horny. (laughs) (laughs) Because he's been dead a long time, Barbara. (laughs) But, yeah, so, yeah. Anyway, he attacks her. They start tussling. Her brother comes back like he's going to do something. Right. <laughs> and they proceed to hug each other and, and, and move around in like a circle for five yeah, minutes. Wrestling. And then he gets thrown down and hits his head off of a headstone and Johnny is dead. Yeah. <laughs> Just like that. Like a bitch. <laughs> right? <laughs> he, he didn't even go down good. <laughs> no. He tore a sleeve. But I will give it to this. Like, as as bad as it looked in this one, like, because, like, you know, they, like, kind of lay down. And it's like, <laughs> Yeah, and it really, his head it comes nowhere near the. <laughs> but if you watch the remake and he trips him and they come down and his head hits it, like, you can plainly see that it's a dummy with a wig. <laughs> it's so bad. But whatever. CGI. No. <laughs> <laughs> would have made it better. No, it just made it shiny. Nah. But anyway, so Johnny's out. Johnny's done. And now he comes back after Barbara again. 
Yeah, because that makes sense. A zombie. I know, like, just... most zombies, obviously, he would, like, start chowing down on Johnny right there. Like, nom, nom, yeah. nom, nom, nom. no, he's like, I want that. <laughs> <laughs> I want me a piece of that sweet ass. <laughs> <laughs> so she runs off, hops in the car. Of course, she has no keys. Yeah. So then our zombie comes up and starts pulling on the doors, pounding on the window, which Romero's zombies in this movie are quite sophisticated. Yeah. They're smart. They know what they're doing. Yeah, because he goes around, he can't get in. He's like, oh, okay, let me find a brick, you bitch. Yeah, I'll break it. <laughs> Breaks the window. Barbara pops the brake. Which I will give her credit. That's a good idea considering, you know, she's going downhill. And she'd have been perfectly fine if the dumbass hoe would have looked <laughs> at the road instead of looking behind her. Because she's the typical woman driver. <laughs> Except that she was making the slowest getaway ever. But that he car. was slower. <laughs> that car was crawling. And as she was going further down the hill, she was picking up speed. <laughs> so if she had just stayed on the road, she could have at least gotten back like to the main road or something. Probably. Like, she probably could have made it a good distance. Yeah. But instead, she crashes into a tree. Because. Messes the car all up. Hops out. Hops out. She didn't even mess it up that bad. She just beat up the door a little bit. And the fender. Not the fender. I mean the quarter panel. Yeah. Like, the side. Still drivable. Not without keys. You know how hot wire it is. I don't think she does. Well, maybe she should have watched a movie for once in her life. Not everybody's a criminal. (laughs) Listen, when there's a dead guy coming after you, there's a time to figure out your criminal instinct. (laughs) So she hops out, she runs away, and she comes upon this abandoned farmhouse and decides to let herself in. Yeah. Uh, She's a little bit desperate because apparently she's the slowest runner, too, because he's like hot on her trail. The whole way. Oh, that is one of the things I like about the movie is like, you know, she's running and like he's coming after her, you know, and the music's going and the music's all loud. And then as soon as she gets in the house, like the music just cuts. Yeah. So then it's like, holy crap, this house is really quiet. <laughs> <laughs> so she gets in the house, locks the door, starts looking around, you know, trying to gather her bearings yeah. or whatnot. And then she starts to head up the stairs and finds a dead body. And promptly loses her shit. Yeah. Clearly, like, face-eaten off body, by the way. Yeah. I like I like the body at the top of the stairs in this one better than the remake. I mean, the remake is, like, like the dude is, like, sitting there and he's, like, got a gun. You know, you can tell mm-hmm. he shot himself and, like, there's yeah. all this blood and stuff. But, like, in this one, like, just, like, you can kind of, like, see, like, in this one, it's, like, with the skull and, and the hair and... Yeah. It's kind of a little more, and maybe because it's in black and white, but it's kind of like a little bit more creepy looking. Yeah, definitely. Than the other one. But like she sees that and she's like, okay, like there's that. Like shuts down, goes into shock. No, not yet. Because she tries to run out. And when she opens the door, runs outside, now it's dark. And that's when Ben shows up because she runs right into the headlights. Yeah. And he's like, bitch, this is me and my crowbar. Let's get back in the house. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Then so, she goes into shock, I guess, because she's stuck in the house with the dead body. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> she's a bitch either way. I think everything kind of just starts to catch up with her, and she gets a little overwhelmed. I guess. I mean, there I mean, is a time and place for that, Barbara, <laughs> and this is not it. Nut up, Barbara. <laughs> Nut up or shut up, Barbara. She did shut up. That was an issue. <laughs> 
<laughs> she, 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 yeah, because he's asking her all these questions and she ain't answering. And he's like, "Do you even live here?" It's like, no. Which that's barely like a response. She just kind of shakes her head a tiny little bit. Yeah, so then Ben goes into this whole thing about how the only reason he stopped is because he's almost out of gas and there's a gas pump, you know, out near the barn, but it's locked. And if they can get some, find the key and get some gas, they can get the fuck out of there, you know. So they're looking and they decide to, you know, board Mm -hmm. up the. He's looking. Yeah, that that is fair. Yeah, because she's not doing much of anything. No. Except sitting there and looking pretty. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, so he's asking her a million questions. He's trying to board up everything. And, you know, Ben at least has a plan. Yeah. <laughs> Which, in 1968, it was such a big deal that, like, Ben was black. Ben was black. Yeah. Like, the fact that, like, he casted, like, a black person was basically, like, his lead. Yeah, I kind of figured. Because of, you know. Because of 1968 and the racial tensions and yeah. everything else, which really just makes the ending of the movie worse. <laughs> but we'll get yeah. to that when we get to the end. But yeah, he's trying to board everything up. And, you know, he's pretty much succeeding. And then they find the radio, right? Yeah. Like, we literally just watched this and I'm just like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, radio and turns it on. And they start talking about how, you know, it's all over the eastern area. Yeah, and they think it's some kind of mass hyster- mass hysteria and, like, mass homicide. And yeah. They don't really know much, but everybody's so, dying. Yeah, people are getting murderized <laughs> by other people. Yeah, and he's doing his thing, and he starts talking about how he was at this restaurant, and a truck came through looking all weird and went through the billboard and, like, pretty much blew up and... <laughs> she was on fire and the restaurant was surrounded and he was like, fuck this, I'm out of here. Yeah. Well, the, well, the truck, was the truck on fire already or was somebody else on fire? I think it was the truck. Okay. So, like, yeah, he's like, he found himself, like, surrounded by them and he was like, ain't nobody got time for this. Yeah, hopped in the nearest truck and ran away. And see, that is the smart play. Yeah. And that's what he should have did there. Like, see, sometimes, like, I go back and forth. It's like, <clears throat> stay in the house or run away. Stay in the house or run away. Because, you know, in this one, they stay in the house. But as Barbara in the remake says, she's like, you know, when they're arguing about, oh, we should be up here. Or we should be in the basement or da, da, da. She's like, guys, all these zombies are slow as shit. We could walk right by them. Let's get the fuck out of here before we can't. Yeah. But... That's not this one. <laughs> and I feel like I'm talking about the remake more than the original one. Maybe just a little bit. So they decide to hold themselves up. And I'm sorry, but that farmhouse, if I have to hold myself up, I'm going to the attic. Exactly. Because they can't get up there. Because if we learned anything from Obi-Wan Kenobi in Star Wars Episode Three, you don't fuck with the high ground. When you have the high ground, you have... Fighting superiority. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think, like, okay, when they had the house secured, great, you know, use the run of the house, you know, find everything you can. But, you know, once they started getting through, like, kind of, kind of break into the windows, 
they should have retreated upstairs. I am a, I have thought about this. I have, like most people, I have thought about what I would do in the zombie apocalypse <laughs> a million times. And if I hold myself up in a house that has an attic, I, an attic, I am a firm believer of putting as many obstacles between you and whatever is trying to kill you as possible. So, yes, like I would have locked the downstairs doors. I would have barricaded the downstairs doors. I would have barricaded all the windows to make it hard for them to get in. However, that would have been my perimeter. That would have been my first line of defense. So that's all going like that. And then I am getting the food. I'm getting the water. I'm getting all that, you know, all the creature comforts that I would need. And then I'm going to the attic. No, I guess that's fair. Because, you know, most addicts too, you know, I don't, I know like some of the addicts today are like a little bit different as far as like the fold downstairs and like having the cord, you know, so, cause like, like ours upstairs, it has yeah. the cord so you can pull it down. Well, most addicts, they have the cord to pull it down. When you're up there, you can pull the cord up. Yeah. Okay. So once you're up there and you pull the cord up, there's no way to get up there. Right. So like you're fucking gold. Yeah. Like if you have everything you need. You get up there, you pull up, you're gold. Yeah. And that's what they do in the remake. Hmm. No, Cooper goes to the attic in the remake after everything goes to shit. Yeah. And when she comes back with all the living people, he's the only one still alive. Right. Because he had retreated yeah. to the attic. He went to the attic okay. and pulled yeah. the cord up. Okay, yes. I thought you meant like as in like, ain't that what they did? Like they all. Uh, no. Like what? But no, yeah. I'm going to the attic. I'm pulling a thing up because then... Like, when he barricaded himself in the basement at the end of this, right, they, like, pounded on the door and stuff for a good long while, but, like, then you even started to see, like, a lot of them, like, started to lose interest. Yeah, because they couldn't get to him. Because they couldn't get to him. So, if you're in the attic with the stuff barricaded, if they can't get in, they're either going to lose interest and disperse, or they're going to get in, they're not going to find anybody, and they're going to lose interest and disperse. Yeah. <laughs> like, the attic is the smartest play. Yeah. But nobody thought that for this one. So, they're, yeah, so they're listening on the radio. They're barricading the house. And then he's like, hey, I'm going to go upstairs, you know, look for some more stuff. Down here is pretty much set. Anything happens, I'll hear it. I'll come down and help. Yeah. And then he needs to go up and remove the body. Right. That's Which, what he went upstairs to do. Is let's to... just point out how he starts pulling the body away. And you can see that it is a perfectly intact woman, face and all. <laughs> And he is, you know, pawing away on that rug. This is the stuff my wife catches. I had to hear about that. And then what was the other thing I had to hear about during this whole movie? How every time they cut to a different scene, it was fucking daylight. <laughs> First it was daylight, then it was nighttime, then it was daylight. Yeah, they, like, had, they had a very poor continuity expert on this film. <laughs> it's like, it's black and white, but literally you're changing the color of the sky from black to white to black to white. <laughs> Make up your mind. <laughs> like, even, like, when they go outside in the truck to get the gas, like, they, they're fighting through the yard. It's pitch black. <laughs> and then they drive up to the field to turn, and it is clearly, like, dawn or yeah. day, like, something like that. Bright as fucking daylight. <laughs> and then they get to the pump, and it's dark. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like, dude, come on. <laughs> that drove me crazy. Although we did skip the part where, you know, she flipped out. Because she was fi- she finally did start talking and telling him about what happened and about how like Johnny tried to help her and the guy was grabbing at her and tearing at me and you know all that stuff and then yeah. she's like and you notice he could tell it was coming 
<laughs> like she started talking and he was like, you need to calm down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he saw the and, and then she kept farther and he's like, you need to calm down. Mm-hmm. We need to go get Johnny. We need to get him. Johnny's out there. And he's like, your brother's dead, son. No. And so she smacks him in the face and, he, and he's like, are you going to smack me? Boom. <laughs> he punched, her punched her in the jaw. Knocked her the fuck out. Well, no, because she got up and she fainted, right? Yeah, like, he punched her, and then she was, like, she kind of, like, looked at him, and then she was, like, then okay. And so then she... And it then, wasn't an instant KO. And then she pulled our middle son when our grand, when his grandmother looks at him. <laughs> just She just shut her eyes and went to sleep. But then, like, you know, she gets up later. Which, <laughs> let me just... I want to ask, too. Did you notice, like, he laid her down and then unbuttoned her coat? Like, come on. Why? Yeah, why are you get hot? Mm-hmm. Dude, you know from sleeping next to our kids, how much heat do our kids put out? That's not the point. How hot do you get when you're sleeping? No, because you're trying to make a nice gesture, gesture into something perfect. It just seemed a little odd, is all. <laughs> he After he unbuttoned her coat, he didn't linger. No, because he, he already at, got his feel on he, didn't, he, he didn't look at the goodies. He was being nice. God. I'd be like, why the fuck's my coat on button? Oh, of course up. you would. But he goes to do the stuff. She starts screaming. He comes running downstairs. And this is when we find out there's people in the basement. Yeah. And, that dick. Douchebag Cooper, as I like to call him. Yeah. And Tom. Tom, that's it. I knew it wasn't Johnny. <laughs> like, Tom is like a country bumpkin. Yeah, he is. So, like, they come up. And Ben and Cooper just dislike each other immediately well i mean ben has a point they heard all that shit going on and they didn't bother trying to help i know right and then and then it doesn't happen that cooper keeps changing his story yeah oh we didn't hear nothing down there well, oh we didn't know what was going on it sounded like the place was being ripped apart yeah and ben's like me with our 11 year old wait a minute no. how many times is your story gonna change uh-huh. Get your shit straight. But it's funny how, like, Ben just, like, takes over the house. Yeah, he does. He's like, I'm in charge of this bitch. He's like, you can be in charge downstairs. I'm in charge up here. Yeah. And it's too bad your daughter has such a stupid motherfucker as a dad. <laughs> yeah, pretty Because, <laughs> I mean, Ben was, like, right off the hop, that's stupid to barricade yourself in the basement. Like, you're trapping yourself, you know? Nowhere to go. Yeah. But at the end, though, it seems like he was wrong. Yeah. Because he bar- he ends up having to barricade himself down there. And then they just, they lose interest and they pass on by. They roll right. out. So, yeah. like. So, he, really, if they'd have done that from the start, then they'd have probably all been all right. Yeah. Well, but until see, the but, little girl woke up. Yeah. But, see, like, that's kind of, like, what the the theme, I should say, or, like, you know, like, the of the movie is, is it's, like. This is what happens when you when you don't work together. Yeah. Like, when you let petty differences get in between you and you can't work together, everybody dies. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's, it's, it's an extreme lesson, but... But a lesson nonetheless. <laughs> exactly. So they're fighting over everything. And he basically tells him, you know what, I'm tired of your shit, go back to the basement. I, I ain't even trying to deal with yeah. you right now. 
Well, then he finds out that there's a radio, and yeah, Ben's like, nope, everything up here is mine. The radio, the food, everything. Just go back. Yeah, I'm fighting for the upstairs, so anything up here, radio, food, I'm fighting for that, it ain't yours, get the fuck out. (laughs) Yeah, and Cooper's like, well, wait a minute. We have a right to food. And Ben's like, I don't care about your fucking rights, son. This ain't your house either, bitch. <laughs> right? He's like, this is not a democracy. <laughs> I'm in charge. So Cooper's like, if I go back in the basement and I shut the door, ain't nobody getting out of y'all. <laughs> so then Tom's like, Judy Rose, come up here. So he brings his girlfriend up and god damn, she is dumb. She doesn't come off as dumb right <laughs> off the bat. It takes a little bit. Nope. I knew it as soon as I saw her. It was like a road on her face. Dumb. Oh my god. So then when Cooper goes back downstairs, his wife is down there with their sick daughter. And she's like, they have, they have a radio up there? We need to be up there. We should be up there. <laughs> and it becomes pretty apparent pretty fast that his own wife likes him about as much as Ben does. <laughs> yeah. She is not happy with the way he is handling things. And she does not have a problem telling him about it. <laughs> no, she does not. She's like, we need to be upstairs. You're being an idiot. <laughs> and he's like, don't get in. You'll see. And then they'll come begging for me to let him down here. And she's like, and then what? Yeah. <laughs> Is it so important for you to be right? Yeah, pretty much. It's like, ooh, damn. <laughs> and she's like, we might not like living together, but dying together is not going to fix it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Marriage goals. Right. <laughs> Hashtag marriage goals. <laughs> <laughs> like she's she's just everybody's the theme of this movie is everybody's done with Cooper. Well, Tom's kinda too dumb to be done with <laughs> done with Cooper. He's just like, uh, 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 I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. He he latches on to Ben pretty quick. He's like, I oh, know, Ben's right. We should be up here, more ways out. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, but he's still kind of like Oh, Cooper. Come on, Cooper. Well, I mean, I think I don't think he's dumb. I think it's that he wants everybody to get along. I guess. That's like, pretty dumb in this situation, though. <laughs> Not really, <but> okay. <laughs> I mean, you see the blatant hostility between the two right off the bat. There's no help. Yeah, there's none. Like they it, it's pretty apparent that like they, they do not get along and like it is not going to end well. Yeah. <laughs> Although and I hope I'm gonna to try to make this the last time I mentioned a remake. <laughs> but at least in a remake, <laughs> when stuff deteriorate deteriorates so far between Ben and Cooper that they start shooting at each other, it is because Cooper's daughter comes up out of the basement and she is dead. Yeah. And Ben's like, yo, you need to shoot her. Or she's gonna kill everybody. He's like, no, I can't do it. So Ben shoots her and he's like, no, and he shoots Ben and they start shooting at each other. You know, and it goes downhill from there. Yeah. Whereas in this, whereas in this one, <laughs> first Cooper don't want to let him back in the house, and then he tries to get the gun, and like after he fails to get the gun, he like punches him around and like pushes him back, and he's like, you know what, I'm done. <laughs> just, yeah. It just shoots him. You are so skipping so much though. Which actually. It ends up that back to where we were, you know, with Helen and Cooper in the basement. She hears them yell about there being a TV. They Tom yells down that they found a TV. So then they're like upstairs to see the TV and get it all set up, which 
then Helen makes a comment about him helping anybody. <laughs> no, he doesn't really help anybody. No. <laughs> so so then they hook up the TV and they basically have the news on and you know they're like giving lab updates. You know, essentially like happening everywhere. Like people are like being eaten. Yeah. You know. Their <clears throat> victims are being devoured. Yeah. So partially devoured. Yeah. So they start start talking about that. And they have the dude on the dude on. It's like you need to burn these bitches down. <laughs> and he's like, wait, they can't have a funeral. No, motherfucker. That was still later. Yes, but I'm still specifically talking about the stuff that they cover on the television. Yes, but you're still skipping stuff. And that is what I do. And by the way, it is daylight on the television every time. <laughs> Three dudes walking out of a meeting, blatant daylight. Later on when they have the the search and destroy party, all daylight, including shadows. Just everything on TV is daylight, which also drove me crazy. But, and I found it funny because it's it's just like real life these days. I like the, how I told you they come out and it's two scientists and a military guy. And the scientists are like basically laying out everything that's happening. And the military dude's like, oh, I don't think we could say that. And I don't agree agree with these two, what they're saying conclusively, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, I turned to my wife and I was like, I love how the military dude is this who knows nothing about science is disagreeing with two scientists. Yeah. You know all about science. Because in this movie, which I actually, I do enjoy that part because that always drives me crazy in any zombie movie. You never find out why they're turning into zombies. Well, very few, I should say. And they do make the, you know, connection of the rover to Venus blew up and caused radiation. It's a fucking bullshit, like, thing to you know, cause it. You but don't know what do radiation have, from Venus would do. They do have an explanation. You don't know what radiation from Venus would do. I know what radiation here does, and it certainly isn't bringing back to life. No, but so. Venus isn't here. It is a different planet. But how do you know it wouldn't bring anything back to life? You're not a scientist. Uh, For the simple fact that they're calling it radiation. Radiation is bad. Yes, it doesn't matter where it's from. It's bad. Okay, so they wouldn't call it radiation if it wasn't bad. Okay, so you don't think that bringing the dead back to life so that they start killing and eating everybody isn't bad? That doesn't I fall mean, under it is, bad. But, but it's still bringing them back to life. I don't know. Whatever. Point <laughs> is, is they actually give you a reason for why this is happening, and it makes me happy because I hate unfinished stuff. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, so anyway. Unexplained reason. <laughs> I don't know what word I'm looking for. I'm just, I'm glad they give you a, a reason. We'll just leave it at that. All right. But I don't understand why the, like, the radiation keeps getting worse. If it was just one thing, like, wouldn't it start to dissipate? You would figure it would eventually. Now I have to go back and watch all the other movies and see. <laughs> I'm telling you, they never give you a freaking reason. Because they had the space probe thing here in Night of the Living Dead. And then Dawn of the Dead, like, shit has just gotten exponentially worse. And then by the time you hit the third movie, Day of the Dead, in the trilogy, like, people are practically just pretty much living underground. Because, like, the surface belongs to the dead. <laughs> like, yeah. like, it does not go well. And then by the time you hit, like, Land of the Dead, 
like they basically built like a mega city type thing in Pittsburgh, but like all the zombies that have been around forever, like they're getting more intelligent. Like they're starting to use tools and shit. Oh. So. I don't think I've ever watched any of those. Maybe Dawn <coughs> of the Dead once, but I don't remember watching any others. I will, I think you probably did see Dawn of the Dead is the one that's in the mall. But like I know for a fact you ain't seen Day of the Dead. No. No, I gotta show you more movies. It's not like I don't. It's not like I don't have all of them. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So anyway, where were we? So they're watching the thing on TV about people getting devoured, and you know, all that good stuff. Still fighting about whether they should be in the basement or upstairs. Yeah. Well, then they start talking about you know the havens or safe areas. Ah, yes, the rescue stations. Yeah. That's it. And they start listing, you know, like, local, you know, like, this city, go to this place. This city, go to this place. Yeah, because earlier, like, on the first report, they were saying the best thing to do is to basically, like, stay where you are. They're like, if you're at work, stay there. If you're at home, stay there. Which I said I would fight the dead to get away from work. So, that yeah. wouldn't happen. Yeah, I ain't staying in that goddamn place for a minute longer than I have to be. Exactly. I'll I take, will plow them over in my little fucking Monday. I will take my fucking chances. Yeah, pretty much. But I mean, that's so unrealistic to ask of people anyway. Because like, <laughs> yeah. let's say I was working late, right? And like this happened. And then like, I'm at work. Like, I hear all this shit about like people getting ate. Like everywhere. Like people are dying. And like, you are home with the kids. Yeah. You think I'm staying at work? <laughs> yeah. You much. think I'm not trying to get here? Yeah. Come on, well, son. plus here is where the guns are anyway, so <laughs> of course you would try to get here, even if it wasn't for me and the kids. <laughs> yeah, so that was the first thing, and then the second time around, that's when they, yeah, like you said, they started bringing up the safe havens, they're like, you need to get to these places, they're guarded by the National Guard. Yeah. They got food, they got water, they got medical supplies. Yep, so then... They you were like, yes, let's put everybody all in one place. No, that <laughs> was your mother. You like to make snarky comments. That, that was, was you. Mother. That was you. I was sitting right that next to you on the couch. That was, that was your you. mother. His mother stopped by during the movie. So, and oh my <laughs> god, did she just keep talking? <laughs> like I finally looked at her and I'm like, shh, <laughs> because when she came in, I was like, we're watching this for the podcast. <laughs> So you would think that that would tell you, be quiet. (laughs) She was just giving her commentary. So they're talking about that. So then that really reignites the whole, we need to find the key to that gas pump so that we can get gas and get the fuck out of here. Yeah. And then that's when Tom decides to uh, point out that there's a key labeled for the gas pump in the cellar. And also a can of kerosene down there. Yeah, because basically they put yeah they put a plan together real quick. Ben's like, all right, look, we're gonna make some Molotovs. Y'all gonna throw them from upstairs. We're gonna roll out the front door. We're gonna try like like he was quick. Yeah, he, he really, was quick with the like, plan. He's had to be had to have been working on that one for a while. <laughs> and it was like all he needed was the means. <laughs> was the real yeah, like the reason and the means? Yeah, it was like <clears> all right, we need to go. This is what we need to get, do. Bada bing, bada boom. Yeah, we're not going to board up the door because we need to get back in. He's like, Cooper, you throw the stuff from upstairs. We're getting the car. We're going to roll out, which I would not have trusted Cooper to throw shit. Right. <laughs> I will give him credit. They at least waited until after he threw it. But I mean, 
there was some weak ass throws. I'm pretty sure our four year old could have thrown further. But I was surprised you didn't say something because I don't know if you noticed or not. But if you notice, he like he throws out the first wild top, you know, and it hits the they show it hit the ground, right, and in it front comes of the out truck. like in front of the truck, and then he throws the second one, and, it's and then offset. they and then it's offset. No, not just that, but then like he throws the third one, and when he throws the third one, it is the same footage for when he threw the first one. Oh, it no, lands in the same spot, does the same spread, it's the same. It's the same shot. Oh no, I didn't <clears> catch <throat> that. But I did notice like when he throws the second one, the first flame area has moved over significantly <laughs> to like position them both in front of the truck equally i didn't say anything <laughs> so he starts throwing those so they roll out they get in the truck and then like judy's like i'm going i'm going with you so she she decides she's going she runs out the door like fights through cooper to yeah get out fights the through door. cooper runs out the door gets outside and just freezes stops like Oh shit! And like, then they shut halfway, the door. Yeah, and she freezes like halfway between the truck and the porch. Yeah. So like she is in no man's land, <laughs> and then he's like, "Bitch, get in the car!" And she takes the slowest, longest time she, to get in that truck. She moves like Moses. Like she just leisurely walks up to the truck, slowly pulls the door open. It's like, do you not see what's going on out here? So she gets in, Ben fights some zombies off, hops in the back, and they go rolling out to the gas pump. So they get out of the gas pump, they jump out, Tom's trying to do the thing, and he's like, this key won't work, and oh, Ben's gosh. like, fuck it, Dad, pa-cow, shoots yeah, the lock. Shoots, shoots it, <laughs> shoots the lock on the gas pump, because that, it makes so much sense. And if you're going to do that anyway, or thought you could do that, why the fuck didn't you do that hours ago? <laughs> oh, I found this gun. Let's just go shoot the lock off. Or we'll just beat the lock off. What? Mean, yeah, you could just turn it around and like butt stroke yeah. it like cacao. But the bad part is, is it's like that ain't even what fucks him up. Like Tom like pulls the fucking thing out <laughs> with his hand squeezing the trigger apparently because he pulls it out and goes toward the truck and it's just like gas. Yeah. <laughs> like everywhere. Like he can't contain himself. <laughs> Oh, I've never used gas before. Which, I know I said something earlier, but I lied. In the remake, they can't get the lock off. And Tom steps back with the shotgun to shoot it off. And Ben's like, no, what are you doing? And he's like, and it ruptures yeah, everything. And it hits the fire and kapow. Like, yeah. up it goes. Makes a lot more sense. Yeah. Than Tom being like, oh, I'm just going to squirt gas everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> and then catch the truck on fire. And then drive away with the truck still on fire. Yeah, like Ben's trying to like put it out. And he's like, nope, ain't got time for that. <laughs> so he drives away and then boom. Well, they would have all, they probably could have made it at least mostly out. Except that dumbass Judy's like, I lost my coat. Because, yeah. No, her jacket was stuck. I thought she said she no, lost it. No, she was stuck. Oh, okay. That makes more sense. Because I'm like, really? You dumb fucking bitch. Why'd you take your coat off? Like, how did you lose it? Which I just realized, like, we were watching the 50th anniversary edition that I have on Blu-ray. Mm -hmm. And I'm pretty sure there was a scene missing. Because they get blown up in, like, the truck. And then, like, later, 
like they like they show like footage of like the like the zombies are like around the truck and they're like sitting there like eating no that's when you let the dog out or in oh okay so i just okay so i just missed it because i was out of the room because when you came back in as you were coming back in your mom whispered about how they were eating you know an uncharred hand (laughs) i was like yeah Yeah. okay okay yeah i was sitting here i'm like i didn't see him eating the bodies in the truck yeah yep they did okay (laughs) with the uh the rope intestines on the ground that they were yeah okay so so it wasn't a movie i just missed it (laughs) yeah so now, like, the truck is exploded. Ben is, like, just stuck all the way out there. Yeah, and, poor Ben. Right? And so He's he, like, surrounded by idiots. <laughs> he really is. Like, <laughs> Fucked up his only mode of transportation. He's like, he's like a single parent with a group of the worst kids in the world. <laughs> he's, like, he's like Poison Ivy. <laughs> 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 cartoon. <laughs> just, like... Fuck. Uh, yeah, like Jesus. <laughs> like Harley, maybe not do that. <laughs> no, I'm gonna do that. <laughs> so he fights his way back to the house, and Cooper's like, oh, "Do I let him in? Do I go to the basement? Do I let him in? Do I go to the basement?" <laughs> yeah. And then, like Ben finally gets it himself, and like he sees Cooper in the basement. Yeah, he door. had to kick down the door yeah. because. Ben or Cooper. Would yeah, so he comes in and he sees Cooper in a basement door and he's pretty much like, you motherfucker. Yeah. He at least has the presence of mind to shut and lock the door before he goes after him, but then he fucks him up. <laughs> he just starts whooping his ass. And he absolutely deserves it. But you know what the funny part of that is? It's like, yes, he was mad that he didn't let him in, but... He locked the door and the stuff was like coming. So, like, you know, and then, like, so Ben, like, put the wood up against the door. And, like, Cooper did come out of the basement uh, yeah, door to, help him with that. to hold it, to help him nail it back up. But, like, as soon as it was nailed back up, he was like, punch yeah. to the face. Because that doesn't to the face. He was going to let him die. I'm just saying, at least he came back for a couple seconds. Yeah, to save his own ass. <laughs> so, yeah, so Ben beats the shit out of Cooper. Which was glorious, even for old-timey fake fight movies. Yeah, because the, the the one the punches sounded like smacks. Yeah, and literally. <laughs> and like the sound was just a little bit off yeah. from like the effect. So it was like you saw the punch hit and then heard the. Yeah. <laughs> like and once just... again, I didn't say anything because I want, was good. You want a cookie? Maybe. Well, you want a medal? No, I want ice cream. <laughs> Well, I'm sorry. We don't have time for that. No, we don't because my mom's already <laughs> texting about getting the kids back. So. Okay. Well, we're pretty much getting toward the toward the end. Here. I know. That's right. So, we had to send our kids to their grandmothers so that we could get this <laughs> recording done. Yeah, we've only been trying for like three nights now. <laughs> right. We keep falling asleep. <laughs> yeah, like I got to put the little one down and then end up falling asleep with him, and then it's just over. Yeah, we all pass out. All right, but anyway, so he beats Cooper up, and, you know, they got everything boarded up again, right? Well, no, they they start, the zombies start breaking through. You see them pick up rocks and stuff. They're starting to, like, get through. Oh, so, uh, okay, so then, like, they all start trying to... To fight him off and everything. And no, because that, because his wife comes upstairs, and that's when he's like, I need to get that gun. 
He, and he she's didn't say like, that before. No, it's like he's like, I need to get that gun off of him. Because she was like, really? Like, ain't you had enough? Oh, uh, yeah. After the fight. Yeah. But then it's still, you know, like the next major thing. But is the order is general. Yeah. Yeah. And they all start trying to fight to like keep him out. And Ben ends up dropping the gun and he's yelling for Cooper to come help him. And Cooper goes for the gun. Yeah, and it takes he's it. Like, <clears throat> and Ben's like, that is it. Uh-huh. <laughs> like Ben like leaves the window with the board, hits Cooper with it. They fight over the gun. Ben wins and promptly shoots Cooper in the stomach. And Cooper falls to the basement. Yeah, if he gets staggering down to the basement, reaches for his daughter, and dies. Yeah, and she... Nope, not yet. (laughs) Yeah, he falls down. And then he go back upstairs where Helen's, like, trying to hold the door against the door, and they're breaking through and, like, grabbing at her and pulling at her. And this finally, finally Kicks wakes Barbara, Barbara up. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, no! <laughs> so she grabs up the thing and is holding it and then Helen gets away. And does Helen turn around to help again? No. No, she does not. No, she, she goes, goes straight to the, to the basement where her daughter is waiting for her. Her daughter is currently chewing on daddy's arm. Because she was scratched or bit earlier yeah, in the movie or whatever. By, by one of them that overturned their car. Yeah. So now she's turned. She ate half of dad's arm. And then instead of eating mom for some reason, she grabs a garden spade yeah, and stabs, stabs the shit, shit out of her. <laughs> Just like, oh, oh, oh. And you know, mom sees her coming with the garden spade, saw her eat her from dad, and just stares. Just lays there. I'm like, I'm sorry. I love my babies, but if one of them was coming at me to kill me, I would kick them in the face. <laughs> I even made that motion on the couch. I was uh-huh. like, I don't wait till her to get close enough. And she'd have got sweet chin music yeah. right, <laughs> right to the face. Like, okay, that is not my baby anymore. That just ate somebody. So. All bets are off, son. Yeah. Let's see you eat me when you ain't got no teeth. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> you got to be going around gumming people. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so there she goes. And then Barbara's trying to help Ben. And who comes through the door? Johnny! <laughs> and as my wife said, she practically leaps into his arms. No, once again, that was your mother. Your wife said <laughs> that he had a total creeper status look on his that face. That is right. Like, mm, here I am. <laughs> Rocky like a hurricane. <laughs> <laughs> and then my mother said she jumps into his arms. Yeah. She practically does. Because then he just like kind of hugs her up, turns yeah, her around, her and takes her right into all his zombies. Yeah. So there goes Barbara. Yeah, bye-bye, Barbara. So now Ben's like, well, things are looking pretty spent <laughs> for the upstairs. Yes, I'm going to the basement. I'm going to take my ass to the basement. <laughs> yeah, the place he didn't want to go. Yeah. You know, the stairs are right there, too, but he's going to the basement. So he goes to the basement, barricades himself. I want to know what they were planning for in the basement to begin with, because did you notice that there was three boards behind the door, and there was three different things made to slide those into? Yeah. So did they do that, or were those always there? It's a good question. 
But anyway, so yeah, there's three th- there's like three big pieces of wood that he slides into different brackets to barricade a door. And he goes downstairs and pretty much walks into a shit show. Yeah. Because actually the dead little girl comes out behind him upstairs and tries uh, to grab his yeah. arm and he's like, "Bitch, get off me." Yeah, that's right. I so then he goes downstairs and he finds Cooper, Cooper half eaten. Half eaten. And Helen's dad did. Yes, dad did. And like Cooper, like starts to sit up. Yeah. So he shoots him. Black right in the head. <laughs> and then he goes over to the wife, and like Helen, like opens her eyes, and he's like black. Yeah. <laughs> Puts her down. And then and he gets all angry and starts throwing shit around a little bit. <laughs> yeah, and then gets into like a crouch position <laughs> with his gun because he's gonna put it down if anybody mm-hmm. comes out there. And so we cut back to you know the people on TV. That are now talking about how, you know, they've basically got the situation under control and they're just sweeping through to kill, you know, the remaining zombies. Not that they're calling them zombies. Yeah. But ghouls. <gasps> ghouls. What was it? Flesh eating ghouls? Flesh eating ghouls. Ghouls. Like yeah. he called them ghouls. Like this ain't hockey. <laughs> like, Whatever. Flesh eating ghouls. Yeah. <laughs> Which we skipped past my, my favorite line of the whole movie. <laughs> when the news reporter is talking to him, he's like, "So say I was surrounded by like ten or fifteen of these things. Could I get away?" <laughs> and he was like, "Yeah." He's like, "You know, if you got a gun, just shoot him in the head. You know, if not, you know, find yourself a blunt object. You know, hit him in the head, set him on fire." He's like, "They they move pretty slow. They're dead. They're all messed up." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As a matter of fact, I think my, not this Night of the Living Dead shirt that I have on, but the, the other, other one I have that has the poster on it. Yeah. I think it says that on the back. <laughs> they're dead. They're all messed up. Yeah. <laughs> so, but now they're sweeping through and we're back at the farmhouse and like all the zombies are gone. Like they just mm, yeah, rolled out. Yeah, for the most part. Well, I mean, like there's he comes strategies. upstairs. There's like, I mean, like from the house. Yeah. Like, there's no zombies in the house. Right. <clears throat> so he comes up. And, like, he's creeping through the house. He's looking around. He hears the dogs. He hears people. Yeah, so he wants to see what's going on. And, like, he comes, like, creeping toward the window so that he can see what's happening. And With the gun out. And, yeah, and dude's just like, hey, there's movement in that house. And he's like, put it in his head. And dude just aims, like, blow. Boom. Boom. Ben's dead. Poor Ben. Shot right in the head. Man, all the way through the movie to that just... Yeah. And I will tell you, the first time I saw that movie, I was fucking floored. <laughs> yeah, it was like, really? Yeah, I was like, what? Because, <laughs> like, you could see the gun better than you could see the Ben. Yeah. So, like, why wouldn't, you know, that flash of shiny metal? Or, here's an idea. You're going through, you don't know who's dead or alive. Maybe confirm that they're dead before you go killing them. Maybe but just such a thought. downer of an ending. Yeah. Like, nobody lives. Even you, when you live through the night, you don't live. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, but I was just like, nobody lives. Yeah. I was like, it. what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Yeah. And, like, it, you know, I was thinking about, it's like, I don't even think him coming out would have changed it. Like, they would have just seen somebody coming out and done the same thing. Unless he came out yelling. Yeah, so it's, it's like a lack of communication on, like, both sides. Like, yeah. Like, you know, like, but, like, on one hand, it's like... Ben don't know what's far, out there. Yeah, like, like, on Ben's end, I can understand Ben not yelling out because, like, yes, he's hearing all these noises, but, like, 
he doesn't know if there's a bunch of live people or if there's live and dead. Like, yeah. you know, so he doesn't want to draw attention to himself. Like, that makes sense. Yeah. But the people that are, like, sweeping through, they're all alive. They got dogs. Like, there was absolutely no danger to them to be like, hey, are you alive in there? Yeah, exactly. Like, like none. Because then it would have literally, you know, if it was if it was a zombie, he'd have come out the door and then they could have killed him. Yeah, or Ben would have got a chance to say, oh, no, hey, I'm I'm alive in here. Yeah. But, like, he just gets shot in the head and dude's just like, oh, another one for the fire. Yeah. And it's just like, holy fuck. Yeah. What a it was. <laughs> downer. <laughs> just a little. And I mean, like, I, like, and, like, I don't know if that was, like, I don't know if, if, like, he, like, George Romero, like, when he wrote it, like, I don't know if, if, like, Ben was, like, always black from, like, the inception or if it was just, like, you know, he could have been any race. But they ended up casting a black person. Yeah. Like, I don't know. But it's just like, like with that ending, it's like, and with the time frame, like the late 1960s, you know, you had all the civil rights unrest going on, like all that yeah. stuff. So then like, to just like, you know, like see like a, a black dude make it all the way through the night and then just like a group of like white old boys, because they were, they were good yeah. old boys, you know, just killing without even checking, without a second thought. It's like, oh. Yeah. Definitely makes a statement. Yeah. Whether it was intentional or not. Which is what kills me because like a lot of times people say that like horror movies are not political and they want they want people to keep politics out of their horror. <laughs> Have you never watched a horror movie? Yeah. Horror movies are political as fuck. <laughs> but like night this was made in sixty eight. So like it had commentary on race relations, it had commentary on Vietnam. Like, it had commentary on a lot of stuff that was, like, going on in the world at the time. Yeah. Even as far as, you know, like, the space thing. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because we didn't make it till the moon until 69. Yeah. So, I so mean, we like, were we were trying. Yeah. Space exploration was definitely a thing. So, like, it was commenting on a lot of, like, real life shit. Yeah. That was going on at the time. And then he did Dawn of the Dead in 73. Or, yeah, 70, 73. So, you're 73 or 74. And now, I, now if, if Channel of the Living Dead, if Kenny is listening to this, he's probably sitting there like, Matt, you motherfucker, it's 70 whatever year I said. <laughs> like, he's going to be like, how do you not know this? Because that dude is ride or fucking die on Dawn of the Dead. <laughs> it's crazy. 1978. <laughs> I was way off. Yeah, I was like 73, 74. Okay. So, but like, by, at that point, like, America was like really into this, like, mass consumerism thing. You know, we're going into the 80s. So it's like they held up at a mall, you know, and they were talking about, like, why are all these zombies coming to the mall? And it was like, oh, well, a lot of people re- are returning to places that were familiar to them when they were alive. So, like, for all these people, it was the mall. So, like, that's a comment on fucking con- mass consumerism right there. Yeah. There's all kinds of political undertones in horror movies if you pay attention. Yeah, but most people don't. Unless it's something blatant, then they're like, don't do that. Politics in my horror! But yeah, so that's that's Night of the Living Dead, 1968, folks. <laughs> in a nutshell. The, the father... Or grandfather of the modern zombie movie. <laughs> it was yeah. the first. And I still love it. I don't care if the sound effects are off. <laughs> I don't care if certain parts look cheesy. The fact of the matter is, is that you get, I think you get a lot of atmosphere out of this movie. And this movie 
in some instances seems creepier than it is because it is in black and white. Yeah, all in all, for its time, it is a pretty good movie. Yeah, because I mean, think about it. Think about like what horror movies were like in like the like the sixties, right? Like it is not like the stuff that we are used to now. No. So like, like Dracula. Yeah, like they had the Universal monsters like Dracula, the Wolfman, the Mummy, the creature from the Black Lagoon, the Invisible Man. You know, so like, yes, like they had stuff going on like that, and then George Romero's like, "Yo, check this shit out." Yeah, these dead people are coming back and eating each other. Yeah. We're eating live people. So like it, yeah, so like in that time, like I've like I've had people were just like, Whoa. Yeah, probably like what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like I, I really do wish it like sometimes, like I wish like I could go back and like see some of my favorite horror movies like in their original time. Yeah. Like being the age I am now. Right. Because, like, you know, like, 68, like, that, like, oh, my God. Like, because, cause like, that was considered crazy, right? And then yeah. five years later, in 73, you got The Exorcist. <laughs> yeah. You know, and they were talking about saying that, like, people were, like, walking out. They were, like, fainting. People were, like, throwing <laughs> up. Like, like it was insane. Goddamn lightweights. And then, not to them, <laughs> which is the point that I'm making. And then they're like, oh my god, Lay of the Living Dead, The Exorcist, and then 1974 comes, and they're like, let us introduce you to a little movie called The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> yeah. And then... The 70s really exploded for horror. Yeah, and then by the end, you got Dawn of the Dead, Halloween, Phantasm. You know, so, like, even though, like, Halloween doesn't have a lot, like, hardly any, I don't think really, like, hardly any blood is shown in the first Halloween. But just, like, with the way it's shot, like, it's so fucking suspenseful. And then, like, the fact that this dude's just going around killing a bunch of babysitters, like, people are like, whoa. Yeah. You know, it's like, you had all this stuff. And then, like, the 80s come, you know, like, 81, Friday the 13th comes out. You know, so it's like, yeah, so you have to, but, like, you know, dude gets, like, fucking stabbed through the throat with a goddamn arrowhead and, you know, all that crazy, you know, that crazy stuff. So, you have Friday the 13th, you had Evil Dead. You know, gory, and then 1984 comes, and here comes Freddy Krueger. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? So like people have seen this stuff, and they're like, "You get this whole new fucking thing." And then you know, so you got Freddy Krueger, and then, and then before the 80s are over, like you got the Lost Boys, Near Dark, Hellraiser, Night of the Demons, uh, <laughs> The Blob, even though you were hating on it, uh, Return of the Living Dead, like Phantasm Two, like. The Pumpkinhead, the eight Pet Cemetery. The eighties are just fucking <laughs> crazy. Yeah. For horror. Yeah, to be there and like experience it firsthand would be rather. Yeah, because like some of those movies, like I saw growing up, like you know, like like I was there for Freddy Krueger. Yeah. Got the shit scared out of me. Oh, I know. <laughs> you know. That's why there's a towel over my mirror. <laughs> got this. Got the see Hellraiser. We're not going to talk about that. So just be quiet. <laughs> we need to change the towel, by the way. The stripes just, like, they throw me off every night. When I first walk into the room, like, I just see the horizontal stripes. And it's like, that doesn't look right. So we need to fix it. Yes, I, my wife wanted a new dresser. And I got her this dresser. It's like this big old-fashioned wood dresser. 
and it's got the big old fucking shelves and vanity on the back of it. So it's this huge fucking mirror, and I don't like mirrors. Listen, there are exactly, well, before this, there were exactly three mirrors in my house. <laughs> One was broke to hell. The other is on the inside of my son's closet door. And the other is the bathroom that I can literally see from the neck up. Because who the fuck doesn't put a mirror down? Like, I guess the people who designed it were 10 feet tall. Because that I literally, I lean up as close as I can and I can see, like, from my chin up. I may not be the hottest person, but I'm a little bit vain. I want to check myself out sometimes. <laughs> but the point is, is I saw a Nightmare on Elm Street 3. 1987 was when it came out. So, like, I was five. And, like, Freddy shows up in the mirror and tries to kill Chick. And that was just enough for me in mirrors. <laughs> I'm not a fan. I don't like them. And plus, in scary movies. Let's note, folks, he said five years old. He earlier noted that he was 37. So it has literally been 32 years of him not getting attacked by Freddy in a mirror. And I still have to fight for my mirrors. Because he's lulling me into a false sense of security. <laughs> I can literally see the whites of her eyes right now. She just rolled him so hard. Ugh. That's what he does. He waits for you to let your guard down and then pow. All right. I'm just trying to protect everybody in the house. Robert England is going to be dead before you get over this. <laughs> I'll be dead before I get over this. True. You'll be fucking haunting me and like cover your mirror. Wow. Notice how she implied that I'm going to die first. The, guy, the men always die first. If something happens to me, she did it. I'm saying this now on have, record. I do not have that kind of motivation. <laughs> so. Alright, so. Rating time. Where does this fall on Desi's scale? I know Evil Dead lost a whole star for plot holes. For two plot holes. So, <laughs> where does this fall given its night-day continuity issues? <laughs> For its time, I'll give it a four. But modern day, it gets a three. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> I will give it back in its day. I'm sure it was awesome. So I can safely give it a four, despite the night-day discrepancies. Five. <laughs> of course. We knew that. Dude, it is the zombie movie that begat all zombie movies. Yes, yes, I know. And Romero's from here. And it all takes place here. Yeah. I this is like our claim, man. I guess so. Just saying. But alright, so there you go. There you have it. The Garage of Horror podcast has tackled 1968's original Night of the Living Dead. Woo woo. Five stars from me. Four stars from the wife. Slash three. <laughs> Slash three, if you're going by modern, but that's still eight to nine stars out of ten possible. Yeah, so, it's a pretty good movie. So what that means is, watch that bitch. <laughs> like, on the marathon tomorrow night. Yes, actually, I'll talk about that now, right before, before we get off. Because okay. so, that's part of the reason why we're recording this episode. MutantFam.com, tomorrow night, starting at midnight, we have our 
mutant marathon last week it was ghost this week it is zombies so you can show up and get your zombie fix this is considered the pre-show it'll be up on the site probably a day or advance however quick fright gets it up so it'll be there thursday it'll be there all day friday basically leading into the marathon then the marathon starts we've got all kinds of good like zombie shorts uh interviews about like all kinds of stuff about zombies and then like around the middle of the night they're actually going we're actually going to be showing the 1968 version of night of the living dead because as i was explaining to my wife nobody was smart enough to file copyright on it when it was first made so it fell into the public domain which means anybody can show it anytime they want <laughs> So if you've ever wondered why every time you watch a horror movie and there's a scary movie on in the background and it's always Night of the Living Dead, that's why. Because they don't have to get permission to use it. They don't have to pay anybody to use it because public domain. That's also why it's our opening. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> exactly. That is exactly why. Because I wanted some cool audio and, well, I love the movie, but also because... I knew I could use it, and nobody's going to come after me because public domain. <laughs> so see, now you got a little bit of a copyright history lesson. <laughs> we drop all kinds of knowledge on this podcast, people. <laughs> but yes, mutantfam.com. Check out the Mutant Marathon, the Zombie Marathon. It's going to be a good time. You can like tweet from the site. You know, we talk about crap while we're watching, watching this stuff. Uh, and... If he you says want. we, but I go to sleep because I work <laughs> early Saturday mornings. It makes me sad. Back in the day, I'd have stayed up all night watching it. But now I have to be a responsible adult, so. I guess one of us has to. <laughs> yeah, but hey, to be fair, else. I'm working Saturday morning, too. <laughs> yeah, but not for long. So, and if you want more of a fix before the, the Mutant Marathon, we actually are going to get be getting stuff started around 7.05. We are going to this do This is a Eastern live, Time. Yes, 7.05 Eastern Time. Thank you. We are going to start with a live tweet on Twitter of the, the Beyond. That is the uh, movie that won our live poll. And then you have the cooking program with uh, Daddy Man. <laughs> and then they live tweet a movie during that as well. So basically, like, from starting about 7.05 tomorrow night, you can get, like, 12 solid hours of horror content if you come visit us at Mutant Fam. It's a good time. All right. Well, like you said, 8 out of eight, eight to 9 out of 10 stars. All the stuff for Mutant Fam tomorrow. So we're going to wrap this up so that we can go get our children's. Yeah, but we're not going to put so, stay safe, everybody. <laughs>